You're listening to The Living Word with Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship in St. Pete. religious worldviews make truth claims, okay? And if you want to know whether their truth claim is true or not, you can evaluate through scientific and historical investigation. And if you're really serious about it and you want to study it historically and scientifically, you will, if you're honest and open, you will come to the knowledge of the truth or falsehood about the claim. The Bible tells us that each and every one of us are fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of God. As a result of these factors, we've been given a mind of intelligence, intellect, and the ability to process knowledge. As Pastor Danny will teach you in his message today, we as believers aren't called to live a life of blind faith, but to rightly divide the word of truth. In his study, you'll learn the importance of diligently discerning any and all truth claims you encounter, especially ones that contend with the faith. Now here's Pastor Danny in the book of Hebrews chapter 11 with today's edition of The Living Word. Some Christians uh, innocently uh, sometimes say that, just have faith. Well, not blind faith. I mean, we have verses like 1 Peter 3.15 that commands Christians to, and I quote, always be ready to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. We have verses like 2 Timothy chapter 10 verse 5, instructing Christians to, again, I quote, demolish arguments... And every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. Uh, Somebody said, I think rightly so, Christians don't get brownie points for being stupid. I'll give you one more recorded for us in Matthew 22, verse 37, but it's an Old Testament passage from Deuteronomy. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your Mind. The fourth one is all your strength, but there he just included those three. All your mind, all your mind. Engage your mind. Now, God doesn't want anybody to have blind faith. At the same time, faith, faith should be based on truth. Now, let me take just a couple of minutes on this because it's important. Because there are a lot of statements out there uh, about truth. I hope you understand that false ideas about truth lead to false ideas about life. Okay? False ideas about truth lead to false ideas about life. Uh, One of the uh, statements that you might hear out there is this. Here it is. All truth is relative. Now, if you hear somebody say that, here's the question you want to ask them. All right? Is that a relative truth? Come on, put your mind in gear here. There's a sister statement of that. It's this. There are no absolutes. The question you want to ask somebody that makes that statement is, are you absolutely sure? (laughs) These are called self-defeating statements. Then there are those who say, there's no such thing as truth. Remember last week we looked briefly at Pilate's encounter with Jesus? Pilate said, what is truth? Well, truth was speaking to him. Truth was embodied before him. Jesus, I am the way, the truth, and the life. What is truth? And if somebody says there's no such thing as truth, here's the question. 
Is that true? You see, it's a self-defeating statement. I'll give you one more. You can't know anything for sure. You got it, don't you? You know what to say. Are you sure? Are you sure? Self-defeating statements. Here's the deal. Listen. Listen carefully. Truth is discovered, not invented. You don't invent truth. Truth stands alone. Truth is truth. (laughs) Truth is transcultural. I'll give you a simple example. Two plus two equals four. That's true on this side of the planet. That's true on the other side of the planet. That's true on the other side of the galaxy. Truth is transcultural. Here, you got me here. Listen, listen. Truth is unchanging. Truth is unchanging. Our belief changes. I'll give you another simple example. For years, man believed the earth was flat. Now, if he just read the Bible, he'd have known that Job describes the circle of the earth. All right. But man for years believed that the earth was flat. And then man discovered the truth that the earth is not flat. And he realized for however long he believed something that wasn't true. All truths are absolute. All truths are absolute. Contrary truths are impossible. Now, this is not my forte of a message. So if you're new with us, you just need to understand somebody that comes all the time. This is not my forte. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be putting words up here that, my goodness, words I don't use normally. Contrary truths are impossible. Now, you could use a lot of illustrations here, and I'm not trying to single out any particular group of people. Listen carefully before you close your mind and close your ears to what I'm going to say. If Islam is true, Christianity has falsehood. You turn it around. If Christianity is true, Islam has falsehood. Uh, You could say that about uh, anything in regard to truth. You can't have contrary truths. Okay? It's impossible. Truth is truth. Most of the world's major religions fall into one of three religious worldviews. Let me give them to you. There's theism. Theism is belief in a personal God who created the universe but is not part of that universe. Major worldviews that believe theism are, are religions are Christianity, Judaism, and Islam. They're theistic. They believe in a personal God but he's not part of the, his creation. Then there's pantheism. Pantheism is belief in an impersonal God uh, who literally is the universe. God is in the grass, and God is in the tree, and that's why you want to hug the tree, and God is you, and God is everything. Major pantheistic religions are Hinduism, some forms of Buddhism, and many forms of what's termed as New Age. The third major religious worldview is called atheism. And I hope everybody understands atheism. If you don't, atheism, the atheist says, I don't believe in any God. There is no such thing as God. Now, those are the three major world views, religious world views. But I want you to understand, there is a person out here also. There is a person out here. Uh, they're called an agnostic. I have a friend uh, from high school and middle school. We've reconnected after all these years. He lives in Ocala now. Uh, he was at my house with his family uh, during August, and we had a, a good time together, spent some time together. But he shared uh, at that lunch at my house that he is an agnostic. 
He's an agnostic. Agnostic is a person that's not sure about the question of God. They're not saying there is no God. They're not saying there is a God. They're they're agnostic. I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay. Now with that, all religious worldviews, all religious worldviews make truth claims. Okay. And if you want to know whether their truth claim is true or not, you can evaluate through scientific and historical investigation. And if you're really serious about it and you want to study it historically and scientifically, you will, if you're honest and open, you will come to the knowledge of the truth or falsehood about the claim. Now, here's where we're at, and here's where it all starts in Hebrews chapter 11. Here's where we're at. The basic truth concerning the existence of God is evidenced by creation. Basic truth concerning the existence of God is evidenced by creation. Now, what somebody believes about God affects everything else that he or she believes. Do you know that? I mean, it affects everything else you believe. What you believe about God. Now we're going to examine the evidence and use big words that I, I for years, didn't know what in the world they were. <laughs> There's the cosmological argument. That's actually what Hebrews 11 is talking about. Uh, by faith, we understand the universe was formed at God's command so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. Cosmological is a big word made up of a simple Greek word, cosmos. Cosmos is Greek for world or universe. So it's the argument from the universe. That's the idea. It's the cosmological argument. The year was 1916. Uh, You will recognize his name, Albert Einstein. And Albert Einstein uh, did not like where his calculations uh, as a scientist were taking him. He discovered the theory of general relativity. I'm not about to try to explain general relativity, but it it has to do with uh, gravitation, gravitational forces. And what general relativity proved for uh, Albert Einstein was that the universe was not eternal. Because up at that time, Albert Einstein believed the universe was static and eternal. But if he believed his theory of general relativity, it flew in the face of his belief that the world, the universe was static and eternal. It meant that if his theory were true, the universe had a beginning. Now you couple with that with the second law of thermodynamics, and one of the things that law states is that the universe is running out of usable energy. The book of Hebrews encourages its readers to discontinue their reliance on the law, the old way of living. Jesus came to fulfill not only the prophecies of a Savior, but also the law itself. He perfectly lived out every word of it, never wavering, and always showing love and kindness. Jesus then became the sacrificial lamb, the one who would die in your place, so you wouldn't need to face the punishment your sins deserve. His blood paid the price. All you need to do is accept it. Are you ready to take this step of faith? Jesus is ready and waiting for you to step away from your old life with loving arms wide open. If you're making a decision for your Savior today, please let us know. We want to pray for you and be available to answer any questions you might have. Please email us at info at ccfstpete.church. 
That's info at ccfstpete.church. We're so glad that you tuned in today to The Living Word. If you live in the St. Petersburg area, we'd love to meet you too. Come by Calvary Chapel Fellowship on Saturday at 6 p.m. or Sunday at 9 or 11 a.m. to worship the Lord and learn from His Word with us. Be sure to stop Pastor Danny and let him know that you're a listener. You'll find more information and directions at ccfstpete.church. If you can't join us in person, you can still be a part of our virtual congregation. Join our live stream at ccfstpete.church. That's all we have for today. Tune in next time for more from this study in the book of Hebrews right here on The Living Word. 